Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Oh, The Matrix is coming out. Man, there's so oh many movies coming God. out. Yeah, no, if you can only, if you can only see one movie this month, <laughs> it's The Matrix. Who cares it's about Spider-Man? The Matrix. Who, yeah, cares? who cares about Spider-Man? It's got to be The Matrix. We got to watch all The Matrix movies, right? Yeah, like we do have to watch all The Matrix like we do movies, go, do we? We got to watch all yeah. The Matrix movies. And if we're Shit. doing that, Andrew might just do all The Wachowskis, but... <laughs> I'm not doing all The Wachowskis, but I'm doing all The Matrix movies. That's only three movies. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. Uh, This is a movie art discussion podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sam Bannigan. And I am the other, Andrew Thomas. Famous New York comedian. No. The, one of Thomas. those no, and the other one barely. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you, Sam? I'm okay. It was I'm a bad okay. week, mental health wise. Ah, uh, I'm sorry to hear. A rough week, relationship wise. <laughs> I saw some things on Twitter. You made me laugh. Yeah. I'm glad I made you laugh. I'm glad I actually had the thought of texting you. I'm glad my pain brings you enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash! <laughs> Can I say it? Can I say it? I don't want to. I don't want to just air out your laundry. Uh, but you also put whatever. it on your public Twitter. So yeah, yeah I mean, I have like what two hundred followers or some shit. No one gives. No one. Andrew, no one cares. I just, but no, you said, uh, yeah, a girl might have just ghosted me. That sucks. Hey, hey, she didn't ghost me. Might be the end of the relationship, but she didn't ghost but me. But she didn't ghost me. I was like, yeah, that's, that's how to think of it. That's the important part, I guess. Oh, God. She, um, she had the courage that a lot of people just don't have. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. She doesn't listen to my podcast. I can say whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's up. I don't know what's up. It sucks. I, I'll be okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. How are you this week? <laughs> uh, this week was weird. I had a weird week. Uh, just, yeah. I mean, still just grinding. It's yeah. just each week is getting... <laughs> there was a moment in time, I probably said it on the podcast, where I saved a bunch of money. Like I yeah. and I did. It's not a bunch of money anymore. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> you gotta spend that on rent and groceries and shit. Yeah. So I'm still in a good. I still feel good. There's no worries over here. Andrew Thomas yeah. can still uh, make rice every night. Only rice, but rice. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, trying to sustain a dream over here. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm not looking forward to living that life again in Toronto. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, it's a fun life. It's, it's a fun it's life. It's rough. Um, thank, yeah. Just talking about it to completely rub your nose in it. Thank God for AMCA list. I don't know where I'd be without my little shield. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Movie pass, come back. I'm fucking spending like 50 bucks. My goddamn movie tickets every month. Movie Pass, come back! Seize the day! Movie Movie Pass didn't exist in Canada either. It would not help me. At any point? No. Oh, that sucks. 
Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, like no. <laughs> You're telling me. You're telling me, motherfucker. I tasted the good life. <laughs> and now I'm here. And now I'm here. I have the like Cine a Club bullshit, which is 10 bucks a month, and I get one free movie ticket a month. What? Yeah. I pay 10 bucks a month so that I get one free movie ticket. I get two cheap movie tickets, and I get like 20% off uh concessions okay all right but 10 bucks i got one what free movie free movie a month not even a week a month yeah and it's about to get cold it's walking's gonna be hard yeah motherfucker it's i can't like i if if someone because the movie theater downtown closed which is also not a cineplex so this would not even help me oh okay yeah I the only way I can go see movies is if someone I know with a car wants to also go see the movie. And that's not a lot. I don't know that many motherfuckers. Like you know what I've learned through this life, not a lot of people love movies. Not a lot of people. I saw like I, uh, I like I know people. I know some people who like they enjoy movies. And then I'm like, yeah, I see at least one movie every week, if not more, because of my fucking podcast. Or just because I want to watch a movie. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) And then it's like, they're like, oh, I see like two a month. And I'm like, that, oh, God. How? How? Remember the Uh days? (laughs) (laughs) And then then Andrew Thomas walked into your life. And then Andrew Thomas showed up and was like, hey, do you want to go see a movie this weekend? And I was like, yeah. And then it's five years later. over. And then you've seen so many movies. Like an ungodly amount of movies. Andrew, because of you, I've seen, at this point, probably almost 500 movies. Oh, God. Oh, God. Like, because it's been five years... That's 400 movies just like because we saw at least one movie a week. A hundred percent. Since we've known each other. Yes. Plus all the like multi-movie marathons that we've done. And it's like, hey, let's go watch. Let's do this David Lynch project. Let's do the Tarantino project. Let's do all of the MCU movies. We used to do double features. Yeah, double features was like a class. Like I've seen over 500 movies because of you. Just in the five years. Just in the five years that I've known you. Uh, yeah, no, I was, I was talking to Michael, uh, my sister's fiance, and we were seen last night in Soho. And he was like, yeah, no, I don't like suspenseful. I don't like suspenseful movies at all. I don't like to be suspensed at all. I have to look up the movie on Wikipedia <laughs> before I go in. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, it just hurts my like heart. I don't like the way it feels. And I was like, well, you must not like roller coasters. And he was like, no, I love roller coasters. I just don't <laughs> like the emotional ones. I don't like sitting in the seat and a movie makes me feel all these emotions. That I can't handle. <laughs> but zero G-force on my face, yes. Yeah. Uh, That's people, wild. I really chose the wrong thing. I really chose the wrong thing as a kid. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the wrong thing, Wes Anderson's <laughs> French Dispatch, 2021's Fox Searchlight, or actually Searchlight if you're nasty. Uh, 
We saw the film. We did it. It finally came it. out. One of these movies. It happened. Um, yeah. Let's just start with the film. What did you think of the film, Sam? It's charming. <laughs> uh-huh. What did you think? I honestly like I it was I I this movie was very weird for me. Ooh, and like, what I was way? like it's I was like it's charming but like what the fuck else is happening right now? Like what is the point of this? It was yeah. very strange. It's I have a I have a theory but we'll talk about that later. I What about you? What what's your thoughts? Did it You're like not a Wes Anderson person, so at all. No, I am not. I saw uh the Royal Tenenbaums fell in love with it and i've seen it nine other times twice <laughs> animated which was cool uh yeah yeah um the man knows how to film period right mm-hmm. like it's beautiful this might be his most beautiful movie mm-hmm. over grand budapest i love grand budapest everyone loves grand budapest yeah this movie's just not for me I did not like it at all. I get it. It's supposed to feel like reading a newspaper. Like, it's supposed to have that kind of, like, here's a small blurb. Here's the main focus. Here's... uh, Even with the aspect ratios, that was cool. But, like, come on. Get over yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I just... Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Just on yeah. it as a movie by itself. It's okay. It's whatever. But to me, Andrew Thomas, it was a slap in the face. A slap in the face? Yes. I'm sick of this guy. You want to okay. hop into the cast? Uh, sure. <laughs> what? Um... Who? Who? We could spend all day talking about this cast. And other things could... and yeah. not in this. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna scroll down here. Let's play word try. association. The first thing that just. I think everyone does fine. Let's just play a quick game. Yeah, everyone does a good job. Everyone does a good job. Okay, we got. Oh God, so many people. Uh, Bob Balaban. Don't know who that is. Uh, he was one of the uncles in the. Oh, not he was the Henry. uncle who wasn't Henry Winkler. Yeah, yeah, I love that guy. He's in everything. Love That's that great. guy. <laughs> uh, Henry Winkler. Uh, Fonzie. <laughs> Tony Revolori. Oh, Servant. <laughs> Is he in Servant? Yeah, he slaps in Servant, too. <laughs> Wild. Uh, Jason Schwartzman. Uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Christoph Waltz. Nazi. <laughs> Sir Ronan. Uh, Little Women. Willem Dafoe. Oh, laugh. The laugh. <laughs> Just a Edward laugh. Norton. Hulk. <laughs> Elizabeth Moss. Oh, Mad Men smoking. Leave Shriver. Uh, the, not Wolverine. Uh, the other one. Self Supertooth. Who? Steve Park. Um, ooh, Topskin Square Park. <laughs> uh, 
Matthew Amalric. Ooh. Amalric? Pronunciations. James Bond. Uh, oh, yes. Also James Bond. Leia Seydoux. Oh, gorgeous. Mission Impossible T- 4, Ghost Protocol. Timothy Chalamet. Oh, oh, the boy. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Oh, car. Talking car. How Tilda do they have Swinton. sex? Conan O'Brien. Adrian Brody. The pianist. Jeffrey Wright. James Bond. <laughs> Francis McDormand. Three Oscars outside Benicio Edmund, Missouri. De- Benicio Del Toro. You said word association, then you keep keep saying things. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, not Guillermo Del Toro. Bill Murray. Oh, Garfield the Cat. That's Chris Pratt. Ah, Chris Pratt. What an evolution of a, of a career. Oh. Remember 2014 when we all loved Chris Pratt? Yeah. Wild. Do you know his brother's an alt-right piece of shit? Is he? Yeah. His brother is a cop who, like, sells, like, alt-right art to other cops. Pause. Now describe to me. Google this and describe to me. What does all actually Sam? Don't Google it. I don't need. I'm to not going to Google it. It's like it's like it it's like, the, like it's like the blue line American flag with like a gun on it. Oh, it's not like it's not like pearly white people stomping on like a black ground. No, it's, it's just like, it's the it's the symbols of racism, not actual active racism. Uh, in the art, you know what I mean. It's not like someone like throwing a water bottle at a at a gay person. It's not that. Yeah, it's not that. It's just Jeez. alluding to those events. Alluding to those things. Yeah. Good lord. <coughs> Much like how this movie alludes to other good movies. Yes, it does. Yeah. It's... I really like the cast. Like, it's really good. Everyone does a good job. I, yeah, I don't know. I like them. I love Jeffrey Wright. I love Francis McDormand. I love Sir Ronan. I love Bill Murray. I love all these people. What do you want from me? <laughs> you summed it up. That's perfect. That's exactly what I was going to say. There yeah. you go. <laughs> what do you want? Um, I guess, yeah. That was, that was fun. That was a fun time. Next time, we'll do it with you. Next time, it's a big cast. We're going to switch it around. I'll look up the names sure. we'll play. And you'll actually do a word. Or do a phrase. Break the rules. Sure. Wes Anderson. What Wes Anderson films have you seen? Grand Budapest, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Isle of Dogs. I saw Steve Sizu when I was a kid. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Um... So you've seen a lot. I, I think I've seen Royal Tenenbaums. I'm not sure. It's his older ones that I'm not. I'm yeah, not sure about. Like it's Royal Tenenbaums and, and yeah, uh, Rushmore, Rushmore, Darjeeling Unlimited. Yes. Those ones. I'm. I'm like I don't know, but I've definitely seen Moonrise Kingdom and then everything after that. So it was like Moon, sure. Moonrise Kingdom kind of your like introduction 
to him. Yeah, yeah. Moonrise Kingdom was the first Wes Anderson that I had seen. Yes. Uh, and I, you know, I came out, what, 2012? 2012. Yeah. I, so I was a little baby, and I loved it, because it was like... I was a little baby. I was like, because I was a little baby. What else was I supposed to do? Yeah, what else am I supposed to do when you see Moonrise Kingdom when you're, what would I, 14? Yeah, 14. 16, somewhere around there. Um, yeah. I, I've, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed all of the Wes Andersons that I've seen. Moonrise, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Isle of Dogs, Grand Budapest. This was the first one that I, <laughs> that I didn't enjoy. Uh, like he does, he's good at his thing, right? He's really good at his thing. Master at his thing. A master of it. Like, like one of the, one of the, <coughs> the best auteurs of, of our time. Like it's kind of wild how, how he's like, yep, this is the thing that I do. And I'm going to just be perfect at that. Yeah. You know? Uh, as much as I like when directors, like we talked about last week, Edgar Wright doing like a horror movie. What would a Wes Anderson horror movie look like? What would a, you know. Do it, but he Wes. just does. But he just does quirky. Family uh, dramas. Big yeah. as- ensemble dramedies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is totally fine. Like if you can do your one thing, do your one thing. But I, I don't know. It just. It didn't hit me this time. But I have a theory as to why that I want to talk to you about after you tell me all your thoughts. Um, yeah, no, I... I, <clears throat> I just... Do something else. We've just seen you do it so many times. There's only so many panning shots I can see in a movie <laughs> before yeah. I go, all right... Okay, can we get a zoom? Can we get a split diopter? <laughs> um, I I guess for me, I think the there was a split diopter like, in this one. I yeah, I actually do think diopter. there was. I think there was a pretty yeah. slick one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I spoke too soon. I guess for me, my fa- I love Grand Budapest so much. I think that movie's a masterpiece. It's really good. Uh, I really like Fantastic Mr. Fox. I like, whatchamacallit, uh, you know, his famous movie, whatchamacallit, starring Bill Murray and Jason Schwartzman and Francis McDormand. Whatchamacallit, it came out in 2004. You heard about it? Heard about yeah. it, Sam? <laughs> uh, Life Aquatic? <laughs> yeah, that's what we call it. No, I hate yeah. Life Aquatic. Oh. <laughs> I'm but sorry. Willem Dafoe wears a funny hat. He does wear a funny hat. And also, I see pictures of him in that movie uh, just kind of on the internet. And I'm like, yeah. ooh, I might need to rewatch this movie just for my man Willem. <laughs> just for Willem. <laughs> Um, yeah, Royal Turnabombs I really like, but everything else I've just found really obnoxious in some ways. Moonrise Kingdom, I was the 14-year-old who was like, eh, not for me. <laughs> it was it was just so 
it's so full of himself. It's so pretentious. Like, this is where I was like, oh, that's pretentious. That's what that word means. This movie. This guy. While secretly, my, my reflection in the mirror was like, no, it's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I just am so just sick of his him doing the same thing. I think it's frustrating to watch an That's artist fair. do this. And with the French Dispatch, it, it's like his greatest hits. It was it was the most clip show of a movie I've ever seen. It's like Oh it reminded me so much of that episode of Friends. <laughs> Their clip show. Just the they way it was couple. edited. Do they have a couple? They have a couple. The one where they're stuck in the hospital, like the lights, like they're locked in, and they can't leave. They're forced I to just remember things. Hospital. I'm pretty sure this is Scrubs. They're all oh every. Scrubs. Yeah. You said I thought you said Friends. Oh no, Scrubs. I could have said Friends. Scrubs. The tape. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the one where they. No, that's that's. The one where they're locked in is when. Is JD's date? That's not a clip show. Oh, that's not a clip show. What's the clip show? No. They only have one clip show. Yeah, they do a clip show in like the last season, and it's just them just like being like, "Remember when this happened?" And then it's like a weird, funny montage. Well, if you're ever at trivia, we just saved your life with that yeah. Scrubs knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think the that's the one where they think that they're SARS. Yes, exactly. But I don't think that's a clip show. Because everyone's do because there's a lot of other stuff going. That's like when the janitor's like flicking the cotton balls. That's like the paying the homeless guy to fake the heart attack. Scrubs was a fun show. Scrubs is great. I love Scrubs. My cat is yelling. Hold on. Oh yeah, no, get the cat. Um Yeah, no, this it was just seeing a guy go through the motions. His motions are beautiful. Like there are some It's good motions. There are some scenes that my jaw was on the floor and I was like, how did they is that real? Is this all a miniature? Is this green screen? How did he do yeah. this? There's some beautiful things that you can't help but applaud on. But come on, guy. Evolve. <laughs> Evolve. Now what are some of your theories about why you don't like this film? So I don't have a theory as to why I don't like this film. I have a theory as to why this movie is the way that it is. Okay. I think, you know, Wes Anderson, he's been making movies for a long time. He's like in his 50s. I assume. Yeah, I assume. He is. Oh, okay. He's like he's like in his mid-50s. Um, he's been doing this a long time. Made a lot of friends, made a lot of memories. And my hope, I do genuinely hope this for artistic integrity's sake, that this is secretly his resignation. Ooh, okay. Oh, I kind of, because it's like he gets everyone, right? Everyone who's been in any of his movies, except for like Jared Gilman, (laughs) a great great follow on, on Twitter. Um, he gets all of all of them to come be in one last movie 
where he gets to do all of his stuff that he does in so many different ways, tell so many different types of little stories, you know? Yeah. And then at the end, it literally ends with a eulogy. Like, it literally ends with Bill Murray, the motherfucker who's been in all of his movies, dying and having everyone else around him eulogize him. Right? Yeah. That would be like nice, I'm, huh? I'm not crazy in in thinking that this could... Because he doesn't have any... Like, there's no more movies on the books that he's, like, gonna make. And so I kind of hope that, like, he doesn't say anything. And then, like, five years from now, everyone's like, hey, when is Wes Anderson going to make another movie? And he's just like, I retired. I don't know what you're, what you're talking about. He what? does the Steve Martin thing. <laughs> you where, like, he writes, a, he writes a book and he's like, yeah, when I retired from making movies. And people are like, what the fuck? That's what Steve Martin did. Yeah. That's why I said do the Steve Martin thing. Oh, I didn't hear that beforehand. Oh. I did that in the conversation. Ah, oh, geez. <laughs> um, I kind of want that. I really want that, actually. I don't kind of want that. I really want that. Because you're right. Like, I, like, yeah, you're 55 and you've been doing the same thing since you were, like, 20. <laughs> like, are you, can you change it up a little bit? You know what I mean? Please. So the fact that so the fact that he didn't for this movie, for like the movie that is filled with everyone he's ever worked with, telling all like four, three, four, five different types of stories that he's told throughout his whole career into into this, into his last one. Wouldn't that be cool though? Wouldn't that be so cool? I think it would be great. Dang, Sam, you just... I hope I hope five years from now I can say you cracked it. <laughs> yeah. If that, that'd be some pretty hot hot stuff if he ended with this secretly and just walked right? away. Just was like, yeah. I'm, he's made his money. He's made the movies that he wants to make. He's perfected his thing. What a, like If he keeps making movies, what, he's just going to do this again? And it's just going to be like, yeah, okay. Exactly. You did yeah. it. Like you've tricked every every indie white person on the planet again into loving your movies. Coming in hot, Sam. Coming in hot. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um. Yeah. No, that would be really cool. Dang, now we're just gonna the day we hear Wes Anderson's new project. Yeah. It's gonna be a sad day. <laughs> it's gonna be a sad day. I'm sure it'll happen. I'm sure this isn't re- I'm sure he's already writing his next bullshit and whatever, all the stuff. But I just oh, I It's like you're with like me with Bo Burnham, where I'm like, I kinda want Bo Burnham to sit. That's it. Yeah. You release inside just because the pandemic was that hard, but nah. It's done. Make but happy. Burnham, Are you happy? Bo Burnham. I wasn't. I left, and I'm gone. Bye. Bo Burnham's too young to do it. But that's Wes Anderson, what makes it even hotter. But then, what else is Bo Burnham gonna do? Make like, movies. Yeah. Write more books. Write a play. But then he's not done. But then he's not done, motherfucker. Oh no! Like, I want Wes Anderson. Up. I'm talking. I want. <laughs> I want Wes Anderson to disappear. Or what if he j- changes up his style? 
What if it's completely different? He's not going to do that. What if he does that? Again? He's not going to. Andrew, the, he, no, I no, would no, be no, his no, no, biggest no, fan. No, no, after no, no, that. no, no, I would have no, no, completely. Andrew, yo-yo. Andrew, 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 Andrew. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is you hoping that that everyone in the MCU stays dead for Endgame. Like it's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Wes Anderson will always do Wes Anderson bullshit. This is this is what he's going to do. He's not going to change it up. So the only chance that we have of this being like a meaningful entry into his catalog of films is if he disappears, is if he just is gone. I don't know, man. If he came back with something different. It's not it's not Andrew. <gasps> don't get your, don't think about it. Don't get your hope. It's never going to happen. That will never happen in one million years because everyone would be like, oh, yeah, the new Wes Anderson. I'm going to go see it. And then they see a movie that's not a Wes Anderson movie. And then everyone's going to be real upset. And so then he's going to get everyone's going to be mad at him. It's going to get horrible reviews. And he's going to like ruin his track record of making every indie kid's personality. So. Are you okay, Sam? What's what's happening? I know too many motherfuckers who who are obsessed with Wes Anderson. (laughs) You're just coming after them with building their whole personality. Uh, Andrew, I'm grumpy. I'm I want to eat dinner. (laughs) I'm I'm I don't have the energy. I don't have the energy. I don't have the patience with these kids. I don't have the patience for some motherfucker who like I'm gonna go on a date with some girl. And she's gonna. I'm gonna be like, "What's your favorite movie?" She's gonna be like, "Oh, French Dispatch." And I'll be like, "That's stupid." And <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, the amount of dates where. What's your favorite movie? <laughs> Steve Zazu. Check, please. Oh, yeah, like motherfucker. Like, Check, oh please. god. Oh, jeez, just that little, that little. Uh, I don't go on dates. So what am I saying? Um. But in the future, when we both theoretically go on a date, I mean, you're Mister Dating Boy. You're going on dates. I'm not. I'm not Mister Dating you Boy. Mr. Please Steel don't call me Mister Dating Boy. <laughs> I'm definitely not Mister Steel Girl. You're Mister Girl over here. I'm one hundred percent not. I've never want. I've unknowingly stolen <laughs> girls, but not on purpose. He Mister Steel Girl. No, no. I've I've refused. I will stop this whole podcast. I will stop this whole podcast. I will turn this podcast around, Mister. Um, What were we talking about, Wes Anderson? If he stops, no. I want him to just change. He's He's so good. He knows how to make a movie. He's not going to change. You clearly know how to make a movie. He's not going to change. Evolve. Like how nice was it to, to? Talk about what uh not the uh, Edgar Wright last week to see him change from Shaun of the Dead to last night in Soho. That that yeah, was that, that that's evolving right there. But like, but with Edgar Wright, like each of his movies, like he's do he's doing the Edgar Wright thing, but he's doing different things within that like time in that little box that he's made for himself. Right, Wes Anderson does one thing exactly. He's that's gotten, why I'm so bad he's at gotten, him. He's gotten better at that one thing, but he's done the one thing. And so he's never going to do something that isn't that one thing. Edgar Wright was already like exploring the box that he was in. And so breaking out to do what last night in Soho was like a more logical leap because it's like, you can still do the Edgar Wright thing. Just don't do it funny, do it scary. And then it's like, that's the same sort of shit, you know, but Wes Anderson does one thing. 
He's always done one thing. He will continue to do one thing unless he stops making movies. <laughs> he has talked about how he wants to make a horror movie. And I just think that would be so groovy. That would be so cool. I just hope. Yeah. He also said he wanted to do a Christmas movie, which, yeah, no. I don't like your how you keep doing the same style. But please, if you make a Christmas movie, keep with the style. Keep with the style. It'll work. It's a match made in I, heaven. I really hope this is his last one. Like, like just... Because honestly, like... What else does Wes Anderson have to say at this point? Submarines, a French newspaper, Boy Scouts, or just Scouts, dogs, hotel owners. What else is there? There, but there's only but there's only so Boxes. many ways you can tell the story of like a quirky family or a quirky quirky found family, like. There's, you can only do that so many ways. And this was the one where I, I haven't even seen all of his movies. And I was still just like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I, I too appreciate my found family and hope that they love me for the rest of my life. It'd also be a good middle finger to Quentin Tarantino. Like, this is how you do 10 movies and walk away. You don't make a big show of it yeah. in the press. You, you do it and you leave. <laughs> Yeah, you don't put it at the beginning of your fucking movie. Exactly. <laughs> that, it would be something. It would be something. Yeah. I th- don't think yours is going to happen now. I think, I agree with you. I agree with you. You made me, Sam, you might make, might make me push up my rating a little bit. Okay. Uh, Because there is a finality to this movie. Yeah. It's definitely, especially with the Bill, Bill Murray character dying. Uh, uh, I just realized that it's 1222 and I have roommates and I didn't tell them I was doing this. Does that make me bad? Huh. <laughs> How thin are your walls? Like, are you keeping them up? Not that. There's the bathroom. I have, I'm lucky. I have a room that is a hallway. It's our bathroom. Then it's the living room. Then it's their rooms. Oh, then you're fine. Yeah. You're yes. not yelling. You're not shouting. One day I was watching, it was it was during Quentin Tarantino, and I was like, oh, they all think I'm a scumbag. And I was like, I'm sorry if you hear my TV. And they're like, no, our other roommate, it was just, dude, 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 cover me, cover me, cover me, cover me, cover me. That was their other roommate. I was like, they're like, you're fine. We love it. You always have good music playing. I was like, yeah, you're right. Uh, well speaking of quentin tarantino yes the most pretentious filmmaker on the goddamn planet well wes anderson is quentin tarantino uh i hate is quentin tarantino Tarantino, they're the same person no you know what i'm (laughs) andrew i'm so i'm so tired (laughs) i just want to eat food i just want to eat food I, uh, I, uh, I'm really, I'm, I heard Ben go to the kitchen and I'm so hoping that he's going to be done cooking by the time we're done this podcast so that I can go cook. It's 30 minutes. Because if he's not, I'm, I'm going to die. It's 30 minutes. It's 30 minutes, chap. You can hold it. You can hold on. Sometimes, sometimes motherfuckers be like, I'm going to do my whole week of meal prep. (laughs) 
I need to, I need to eat <laughs> food now, though. Like, like you're making food for Friday, roommate and problems. I need food now. <laughs> so. Sometimes people are like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be in the kitchen for four hours." Yeah, that, this is not a bit. It's the it's the one thing I dislike about having roommates is that sometimes they just decide to cook for three hours, and I'm like, "I need to eat food." <laughs> like, why? Yeah. Like, I don't. know Why do you do this to me? Anyway, Quentin Tarantino Tarantino fucking sucks. But he also does the Wes Anderson thing. So why do you like Quentin Tarantino? You don't like Wes Anderson? Because I think, because I think, like, okay, if Edgar Wright is one end of the spectrum of like a a director who does one thing, but and but Edgar Wright is like, oh, but the exploratory kind of like learning and evolving side, and Wes Anderson is like. The, like, I do this one thing, and that's the only thing I'll ever do. Quentin Tarantino is definitely much closer to a Wes Anderson than he is to an Edgar Wright. So why the shitty, awful, human garbage Quentin Tarantino and not the, I don't know anything about Wes Anderson? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say that not to perjure myself. I don't know anything about Wes Anderson. Quentin Tarantino, I know Quentin I'll take Tarantino I'll, I'll take the bait. I'm pretty sure I'm right about Quentin Tarantino. But... I'm pretty sure I'm right about him being a shit. Wes Anderson, I don't know. <laughs> I would. Here's my thing. Remember when Quentin Tarantino made a movie and seventy percent of it was in a language that he didn't speak? Like, I don't, he challenges himself, his himself, himself in a way. That Wes Anderson, I don't believe he does. I have done a Quentin Tarantino watch. I haven't done a Wes Anderson watch. Maybe things would be changed if I watched all his movies back to back. But as it stands, I've seen most of his movies. I also, I haven't seen Bottle Rocket. I don't remember Rushmore. I don't really remember Steve Zazu. I just remember I didn't like it. But everything else Mm. I've seen and remember. Yeah, I've seen actually in this past year, uh, <laughs> uh, but I just feel like there is this level of evolving that Quentin Tarantino has and changing and taking risks. I like death. Death Proof is a risk. Like he allowed himself to do that risk. Where I feel like I guess Fantastic Mr. Fox. To be fair, it's animated. It's different. He's tried something new. I'll give him that. So I'll poo-poo, poo-poo on that past take. (laughs) Hashtag poo-poo on that past take. Uh, Yeah, no. Do you have another question? Do you feel like that makes sense? Anything I just said? I I don't know. I I just think... And also, he makes like a gangster movie and a western and a samurai film. And like yeah. they're all, they're all clearly him because he has style. A lot of people don't have style now nowadays. I'm looking at you, Russo brothers. I'm not even talking about you, and I'm looking dead at you. Uh, he has style, and Wes Anderson has style too. But he has just, it's the same thing. It just is like the same kinks. 
Imagine if all who Edgar Wright movies were just the Cornetto trilogy. Zeb Baby Driver was Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. And same thing with Late Night, Last Night in Soho. That wouldn't really work, but hey, let's think about it. It's just, just, it's so in the same thing. It's so repetitive. It's so unappealing, obnoxious. And in a way that I feel like Quentin Tarantino isn't. And that's a sentence that's not spoken often. No, because I think Quentin Tarantino is just as repetitive and boring. Okay. Like, I, I, like, don't get me, like, I, I do really like the other Wes Anderson movies that I've seen. But it is repetitive. It is the same thing over and over again. I think Quentin Tarantino is just as repetitive. Like his movies are just filled with his own fetishes. Like just because it's like, oh, I'm going to put my own weird sexist, racist bullshit in Hateful Eight, a like Western. I'm also going to do it in this like nostalgia driven Hollywood movie. Or I'm also going to do it in this grindhouse, horrendously sexist film. Like it's just the same sort of stuff over and over again but he's like like i think he uh, much like like how like grand budapest is kind of like wes anderson's exception of like oh it like works here we yeah. go here it is like quentin tarantino has has uh inglorious bastards or django depending on who you are you know, exactly who you are and what you exactly. think but it's one of those it's one of those two things but like all his movies are the same shit i don't know like I get, they're all Westerns, like Kill Bill is a Western, uh, yeah. uh the, his first movie, Reservoir Dogs, Reservoir Dogs. Western, in so many ways, Pulp Fiction, it also has that, like, I hear what you're saying, yeah. but I just feel that his Like, they look they, different, they look exactly. different, and they, and they, and they feel different, but it is still the same basic content. So, so is, is your sort of, is where you're differentiating is like Wes Anderson's stuff feels the same and looks the same, whereas Quentin Tarantino's stuff feels the same, but looks different. And that's why you like Quentin You know Tarantino what? More? You summed it up pretty well. Like, yeah, in essence, right? Like Spil- Spielberg is whimsical. All his movies are whimsical. Even, yeah. even, dare I say, even a little bit of Schindler's List, there's a little like the way the camera moves is very yeah. majestic. Uh, yeah, there, there's style. There are stylish things that just a filmmaker just latches onto. Like J.J. Abrams, he has his problems, but his works the opposite way. It's not helping anybody. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just feel like yes, there are very he- heavy similarities in Quentin Tarantino's movies, but because he treats them all as a different project in some way in feeling it works better where Moonrise Kingdom and, and French Dispatch kind of feel the same. Like it feels like sure. it's a part of the same thought. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That does make sense. Okay. I see. I see what you mean. I still think Quentin Tarantino is the, is the worst. Yeah. Two. <laughs> uh, but I, I get what you're I get where you're coming from in these. And that's what this is all about, this baby. All, this, this, this is what we're all about. This is what we're all about here at Welcome Back Podcast. Um, 
Productions. What the fuck are we? What are we called? <laughs> productions. Welcome back. Productions. What are we called? That's exactly what we're called. What are we called? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. What are we called? <laughs> what are we called? <laughs> it's an endless loop. Welcome back. Yeah. What are we called? Welcome back. What are we called? <laughs> yes. Yeah, thank you for I welcoming. Don't... But what's next? What's the next uh, thing? Now I'm just rambling. Uh, Wes Anderson. Now I'm crashing. Here, here it is. We're both crashing boys. It's like who else? Who else fits it? I'm, I'm curious who else fits into these like in this sort of spectrum. He's a little older by a few years, but I would say uh, Mr. Spike Lee. I would would take him out of his own generation, push him more in ours. Paul Thomas Anderson, also. Yeah. Which I was. I don't know these guys. I don't know even Spike Lee. Like I'm again. I've only seen like three Spike Lee movies, but they all like those ones feel much more different to me. Ooh, like he like he has his like his little stylish things, but that feels like he's not on this spectrum of Edgar Wright to Wes Anderson. Yeah, you know. I've been thinking about contemporaries or like people the generation before us. Who we grew yeah. up watched like different contemporaries. Like I would add uh, Sofia Coppola, even though yeah. she's nepotism. I'll include her. Lost in Translation is a very influential film. Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray just mad just in all of this, <laughs> isn't he? Just in all of it. Is he in a Tarantino? No, I don't. Is he? No. No. Um. But like. I don't like. Is J.J. Abrams the, in on this spectrum, or the is Cohen's? He... Yeah, the Cohen's would probably be on the spectrum. Uh, but they're probably they're probably in a, hel- a healthy middle. Yeah, I feel like they're like they do their their same sort of thing, but all their movies are also feel wildly different from each other. Oh, brother, where art thou? And Inside Blue and Davis are are different films. Yeah. Right? I just... What makes Wes... Even the, maybe Coen Brothers are even farther away from Wes Anderson than Edgar Wright is. Is Edgar Wright... Like, Baby Driver feels like Shaun of the Dead. It does, yes. You can tell that they're all made by the same person. Yeah. Which I like, but then we get, like, people, like, going to the generation before, like Robert Zemeckis, who he directed Forrest Gump, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Beowulf, uh, Back to the Future, Back to the Future, exactly. Like he made all of these movies, and they're so different. And yet, there's Spielberg right there, just (laughs) yeah, making lovely movie after a lovely movie, and then Brian De Palma just making gross movie, gross movie after another gross movie. Where is like? Guillermo del Toro. I would. I'm not sure. I'm bad with start dates. Who who knows? But I'm pretty sure he. Well, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying contemporary. Like who who are his contemporaries? Oh. I, I'm talking about like this spectrum of like. Ooh. Of of um. I would Anderson put him in the same Edgar Wright group. Like yeah. Hellboy and Shape of Water are different. They're made by the same person. 
They are made by the same person, movies. but they are very different films. I think he's far. I think Crimson maybe Edgar Wright is much Pan's is closer to Wes Anderson than I originally thought. Because like, yeah, Cohen, the Coens, and Guillermo are like those are all the same. Like that's the same people. Yeah, but they feel wildly different. And then huh. there's Shyamalan. And then there's Where, Shyamalan. Like, where do you think Shyamalan's on on this spectrum? Shyam- I don't know. I don't. I, I haven't. I don't know if I've seen or cared enough about M. I. Shyamalan. But you've seen. You've seen the bigs, the big ones. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they feel similar. And they look. I don't know. M. To me, here's the thing about M. I. Shyamalan for me. I could not tell you what his style is. Uh. <laughs> I could not summarize M. Night Shyamalan's, like, the look of his, like, the feeling and look of his movies. <laughs> Neither Other <can> than <laughs> kind of convoluted, and then there's a twist. <laughs> and to swing it back, who do we have now? We have Ari Aster, Greta, Greta Gerwig, uh, Jordan Peele. These are the two movie clubs. Are you talking like new new directors? Yeah, because I'm curious on who are in this like in this spectrum that we're talking about. Yes, in this who are lucky enough to be auteurs in Hollywood. Yeah, Ari right Aster, now. Hereditary, and Midsummer do feel pretty similar. I would love to see him break out and do something else. Do he wants to do? He wants to do a bunch of stuff. He said in like so many interviews, he's like, yeah, I want to do a comedy. I want to do a musical. Like I want to do anything else other than horror. Um, yeah, Jordan Peele, us and get out, do us and get out feel similar. Do us and get out feel similar. That's the question. <laughs> I think, so. I don't know. I think, I think so. They're easily made by the same guy. I say this as like it's something profound. It's obviously made by the same guy. They are made by the same guy. Yeah, they are made by the same guy. But yeah, I haven't seen any other Greta. Oh no, I've seen Lady Bird. You've seen Lady Bird. You've seen them Lady too. Bird and Lady Bird and Little Women don't feel all that similar. I mean, they, they both have that don't. like warm quality. They do both have a, a very warm, inviting color palette but i feel like they're stories yeah. even though i feel like oddly enough this is where i like little women a lot it's it's yeah. a response to ladybird which in a weird way ladybird's kind of in the aura of little women because you know it's a hundred year old book yeah. uh, and it's this weird snake eating it's a that is a weird, that is a weird yeah i never thought about that I'm very excited to see what her next film is and how she will yeah. carry herself. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. How do you, I don't, we don't want to get into spoilers, uh, but how do you feel about Chloe Zhao's Eternals <laughs> versus Nomadland? Um, um, here's the thing. I have hashtag thoughts about this movie, Sam. About Eternals? Yeah. I don't... I can still answer. She really tries. Like, she... She brings her style and her vibe 
into the movie more yeah. than I thought it was going to be. More than I thought okay. that, uh, that you would assume it would be after seeing Black Panther and, and uh, yeah. Thor Ragnarok, especially. I like Chloe Zhao's style, so that's that's good. Should it exist in the MCU? Who's to say? But should 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 Barry Jenkins make Lion King two? This made me so sad for Barry Jenkins Lion King yeah. two. Made me want to want want to hop off a bridge. <laughs> oh, geez. yeah, Barry Jenkins, Beale Street, and Moonlight. Those are. I feel like those are very similar. But like, one's more. It's weird. The one where the where the kid gets beat up just for being himself is much more inviting than this block or like these two neighborhoods. But I yeah. guess the subject matter of the movie. Yeah, yeah. that's why. Yeah. But Moonlight, you want to be in Florida, and that's a thing most people don't want to be in. Like, there's that's it true. feels cool. Like, I want to go to like one of those late night food food places that get fries with cheese smothered on top. Do you mean a diner? A diner, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a very common thing, especially in New York City? Yeah, no. The th- like, it seems cool, but Bill Street, you're kind of like, oh, this is nice, but I only want to be here for a little bit. <laughs> I yeah, just want to be here visit. for a little bit. <laughs> I just want to visit. I don't want to live uh... here. I haven't seen I I know I should, but I haven't seen Fruitvale Station yet. Does Ooh. Fruitvale Station and Creed like how Fruitvale Station and Creed Black Panther does not feel like a Ryan Coogler movie? Yeah, that's for the worse, right? Like there's a yeah. moment in that movie where you're like, oh my god, and then it yeah. falls back down to rhinos, CGI rhinos. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, Fruitville Station is a lot, like, it's what's, it's kind oh, of sorry. the same one second, thought. One second, one second, one second, my headphones disconnected. One oh, second. okay, yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. I don't know why they do this. Be Sometimes. Like this. Be like this. It's just, it just be like this. Yeah, yeah. Power on. Battery fully charged. Bluetooth connected. Hello. Hello. There you go. Okay, sorry. Fruitville Station Creed. Fruitville Station, it feels like it's a part of the same thought. It's kind of like, here's this horrible tragedy, and then here's this nice fantasy, but it's not a fantasy, but you get what I mean. Yes, like this this empowering story about being a human, let alone just about being a black man. Uh, yeah. yeah, movies are good. I'm ex- just movies doing the, good. doing this made me excited for this next next round of filmmakers. And who's next? There's at least like three or four people who are up on the up and up, making yeah. movies right as we speak that are going to make us. Yeah, go, oh, I'm I'm real excited for like more Nia DaCosta. Uh, yes. Obviously, Ari Aster. Have you like... seen Little Woods? No, not yet. Yeah. Same. No, I still have, also haven't seen it. My guy, there's so many David Lynch movies. There's so many. There's so oh, many geez. David Lynch movies. And Wild at Heart was so long. Yeah. <laughs> I was it's like, not oh, going to get any shorter. 
I know. It hurts. I want to do other things. I want to do other things! <laughs> uh, but we commit to the bit! That's our, that's our character flaw! <laughs> fucking bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, movies are wild. Remember at the beginning of this podcast when we were compla- when I was complaining about seeing 500 movies? Yes. It's pretty sick, actually. I do like movies. Yeah, no. It's like, I remember remember just a few months ago when we were like, it's the, or I will I will not put you in this. When Andrew was like, oh no, Cinema's dead. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. My yeah, I saw... <laughs> I saw people goofing on that on Twitter, and I was way I was gonna actually I was gonna mention it on the podcast because I thought it was very funny. I like of just like you and Justin constant like for like most of the pandemic, uh, like you were both just like movies might be gone forever, man. Like cinema's dead. I don't know. It's ha- it's gone. Like what's n- we're just gonna get Marvel movies from now on? And I was like, no, it's gonna be fine. I, I, kept, I was thinking of uh, Tom Cruise's The Mummy. I thought that was going to be the height <laughs> of culture for a decade. I was like, oh, jeez. What have we done? What have we done? And like Eternals kind of still makes me that scared. But we have but. so many good movies out right now. There are just so yeah. many. I And also, thank God the HBO Max thing blew up in their face. They, uh, 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 uh. I'm not having this argument with you. <laughs> I feel like an old married couple whenever... Whenever these up. things come up. Yeah. Just like, I'm not that. having this argument again. Just like, no. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay, I have no more friends with Dispatch Thoughts. Neither do I. We kind of just talked about, about other filmmakers because we both were like, and that's enough about the French <laughs> Dispatch. <laughs> that's that. Let's talk uh, about you... other things. <laughs> Yeah, are you watching anything else? Are you checking anything else out? What's going on? Um, I'm really so I've just I started doing audiobooks because I think it will make me a better stand-up comedian, and it has. It, you know, Great. the way people phrase words and books, it helps. Reading yeah. Dude, I can only imagine like how much yeah. it has influenced artistically. It's, it's great. How, how it has it. and already has. Um I've been reading these books about late night television in America, about the Tonight Show, about the Late okay. Show, David Letterman and Jay Leno, and it's yeah. fascinating. And I just got through with the chapter about when Conan lost the Tonight Show, like it just ended the last yeah. chapter, and I am just enthralled and saddened. An entire medium just died because of innovation. That's it. No yeah. one's fault. Not a single person's fault. Late no. night doesn't exist. I still watch those shows. I still watch Seth Meyers. Yeah. And Seth Meyers. But <laughs> you know what I watch them? In the morning. YouTube? Yes, in the morning on, YouTube, on YouTube. In the morning. Yeah. Late night yeah. doesn't exist. And it's just like I've just been in a weird melancholic mood. That's fair. Would you host a late night show? I don't know. Here's the thing. Coming up with content daily sounds awful. I can't do Twitter. I like <laughs> I can't do Twitter. Let alone 
having a million dollars and talking to some of the world's most famous and important people. Well, that's that's why you have a team of writers. Yeah, but like... You think Seth Meyers is writing every goddamn word he says? Of no. course, of course. But, uh, like, they have a strong sense of themselves. Oh, that's so sad. It's so sad to say out loud. But sometimes your brain comes up with the quickest way to say something. It was that. That (laughs) was that. That That was it. I don't know. Like, no. But also, that's like a let. Would you do it? Like, the future of late night is hot ones, right? I don't know if I, if I fit the bill anymore. In, in another world, maybe I would be a good talk show host, but I feel like... I think you I think you could do something. I feel like best case scenario is Black James Corden, and I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. Not today, That's not tomorrow. De- not- that is the most depressing best case scenario I've ever heard exactly. in my whole life. Exactly. That's the egotistical maniac I am where I'm like, yeah, no, that's the bad thing that happened. I become <laughs> wildly successful. A Tony winner. <laughs> like, <laughs> But no, that's depressing. Yeah, no, that's my thing. I think my personality nowadays, that's... Sean Evans is is the future. Sean Evans and, is the future of it. Yeah, for sure. And there are other people like uh, Jesus and Barrow, uh, uh, Amber Ruffin. Amber Ruffin. I haven't seen her she's interview great. anyone, but she's good. Yeah, she's really good. But also, she's that's had, she, even could, she. Seth I think. I think out of all the like late night sort of people. I think she's the best at like surrounding herself with very talented people. Mm-hmm. Like she just has like a phenomenal team of writers. Yeah. You want to hear something sad? Uh, sure. So, cause we talked about Bill Maher. One thing, cause I hit a yeah, new Bill Maher, Maher came out and I was like, gotta watch Bill Maher. And I was like, why do I like, I don't agree with him most of the time. Like, I like the way he tells jokes. That's helpful. But there's also another reason. He's kind of like the last old, I'll put it into to my to my youthful terms. He's the last boomer uh, talk show host. And I don't know. There's a little there's a little part of me where I'm like, ah, I like that. Come on. That's, you shouldn't. Ah, come on. Bill Maher sucks. The last. Bill Maher sucks. Um, what about you? What have you been into? What have you been watching? Playing? I know you love the. I know you love the games. I do love those video games. Uh, yeah, the new season of Apex Legends came out on Tuesday, so I've been playing a lot of Apex. You were just celebrating something about that. Yeah, uh, I got my first two thousand damage game, which is like a big deal in the in the thing. People much better than me. This get like thousands and thousands, but I felt like so good about getting 2k damage. And it was like with my, it was with the character that I love the most. So it was like, it felt even better. Yeah. But I was like, Ooh, even with my main, like, Ooh, this is great. It wasn't with like some random character. I never play. Yeah. So that felt really good. Uh, but yeah, the new, the new season is really cool. There's a new map. There's a new person. There's a new gun. There's a bunch of, there's a bunch of stuff. It's really cool. I love apex. Uh, I just beat the like main campaign for Marvel's The Avengers. Oh, today. how was that? That game is extremely mediocre. 
it's like like some of it is like badly made like it, it just does not control very well oh okay but it is fun to be captain america and throw a shield around so i don't know like comparatively to spider-man either one miles morales or PS4. oh spider-man by by twelve thousand country miles oh okay i just game. want to i wanted to make sure i just want to yeah before i go no... out hey avengers is only 20 bucks there is no doubt in my mind that Spider Man is Spider Man is like one of the one of my favorite games. Like Spider Man is fucking incredible. Like, like it's so good. But also in just gaming wise, but also in the fulfillment of being Spider Man. I've you know, I've sw- oh. I've swung with you before. Yeah. We yeah. swang together. Yeah, yeah, we swang. Um throwing the shield, yeah. getting the hammer back. It being... feels better it feels better to be Spider Man in Spider Man. Okay. Because because the thing about it is like in Spider Man they have they had to make one guy feel really good. Oh yeah. yeah. And in the Avengers they have to make Kamala Khan and Thor and Hulk and Black Widow and Iron Man and Captain America and Black Panther and Hawkeye. Like they have Black to make Panther? all of he's in this? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know Black Panther was in this. Oh, yeah, man. Black Panther. Uh they have to make all of them feel good. And so none of them feel as good as they probably should because they're, they're using the same kind of basic system for it. And it's like, oh, these a Hulk doesn't need a dodge button, right? <laughs> he the doesn't, Hulk doesn't need a need dodge, a dodge button. button. <laughs> the Hulk like a, is like, a dodge button. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the big thing with this game for me was like, you're by making it like an easier game to play because like you have to because of kids and blah blah <laughs> and Andrew Thomas by, <laughs> and Andrew Thomas by making it an easier game to play you've made it a worse game because like each of the heroes have to play the same like button wise oh but like they shouldn't right like the Hulk doesn't need to dodge ever. He shouldn't have to dodge, right? I hear that. People That's... like people like Black Widow needs to dodge. Like she needs to have a dedicated button to like roll out of the way and then like start shooting, right? Yeah. Like that is a Black Widow thing, but it's not a Hulk thing. So Hulk has a whole button that like when you're playing as the Hulk, like if you don't dodge, you're going to take damage and you're going to die. But I'm the Hulk. But I'm the Hulk, like I shouldn't have to dodge. He should just have more, like he should just be able to tank those hits and stuff. Like it's so that sort of stuff is very weird and and just some of the ways that they're like you know captain america should have should also probably should have maybe a slight like duck sort of button like a a little dodge a little dash um but like you should make his shield be like the main thing that he does right like he should also be like blocking and parrying moves instead of dodging out of the way right no, I, what I was going to say like, is that fills what you just described. That's Lego Marvel. I hear where that's a little disappointing. Yeah. So, yeah. So when you're playing characters like, like, I think it works the bit that game works the best when you are people like Black Widow or Captain America, um, just because of the way the buttons kind of work. Um, but like Hulk feels really bad. Kamala Khan feels really bad to play. Um, Iron Man is okay. I don't, I like Iron Man in the game, but like the flying is really weird. Just the way they like balance some of the things is like, 
Iron Man shouldn't really be punching a lot of people. But, like, you have to punch a lot of people because, like, that's how the game works. Like, it's just, like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. You know? Like, when you're playing as Iron Man, you don't want to be up in people's business, like, punching them. You want to be, like, shooting your repulsors and, like, shooting rockets off and, like, shooting your lasers and stuff. And not, like, oh, I have to get in there and, like, start punching people because I'm out of blaster Ray, juice like, I don't even blaster know. juice <laughs> yeah like it's really weird oh that's um, what my girlfriend calls a lube uh okay uh anyway <laughs> yeah video games i'm still playing inscription i got like i'm almost done and that game fucking kicks ass everyone should play inscription uh it'll come to all the platforms eventually but it's currently just on pc but it's so good so uh, yeah i don't know i think andrew i think if if marvel's avengers is on for like 20 bucks check it out check it out yeah is the first mission mission worth it that's that's all i might play the first mission is 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 one of the highlights of the game yeah. oh then oh then no question i do because you get to play as like every hero okay like, you start and you get to, like, run around as Hulk and, like, throw cars at people and, like, do all this stuff. And then it's, like, Hulk's getting, like, shot at by a bunch of, like, robots. And then, like, Thor comes in and he's like, I'm going to smash the ground with my lightning. And then you get to play as Thor and, like, throw the hammer around and, like, do all this stuff. Then you get to be, kept, like, uh, Black Widow, like, running on walls and shit. Then you get to be Iron Man, like, flying through the Brit. Like, it's good. That is quite literally my dream. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> there are other better games. But yeah, if you're just like, I just need something easy. I just want to be Captain America or Thor or whatever. My next easy watch movie is your recommendation, uh, Werewolves. Werewolves Within. Everyone go see that's Werewolves That's my next easy. Well, I want something that's not soul, crush my soul like David Lynch. Oh, I can yeah. watch this. This is something to knock it off the, knock off the yeah, list. Yeah, great. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening. This Thank has been you. Welcome Back. My name is Sam Bannigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. Uh, if you want to support the show uh, financially, we have a Patreon. You can join Lennox Studios in producing us over there. Patreon.com slash Welcome Back Pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For as little as five bucks a month, you get a bonus episode every single month. Um, and it's it's a it's a good time. There's like 20 some odd episodes up there now. Uh, it's, it's great. Uh, it's if you time. don't have the money or don't want to support us financially, that's totally fine. There is still a pandemic out there. We get it. Uh, we also don't have any money. Uh, so if you want to uh, still support the show, then follow us on social medias uh, and all the different podcatchers of your choice at Welcome Back Pod. Link tree is in the description of the video. Links to all the stuff is down there. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it, that's, that's a great way to support the show. Uh, if you don't, want to give us money uh hey go get your friends and go you know go get a painter who's in jail to paint uh you naked and tell them about your podcast you'll go listen to it you'll be lovers you'll make love together then go out and be uh uh timothy chalamet and sleep with a 50 year old woman and you can be a young College boy? Question mark? Yeah. Definitely taking advantage boy. on. 
and listen to our podcast. Talk about the layers of that while listening to me and Sam. Then you can be a little boy who gets captured. And when all the bad guys are there trying to trying to duct tape your mouth, go, hey, I want to listen to Welcome Back Podcast with Sam and Andrew. And there we are, keeping you all entertained. Oh, yeah. Just remember, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Um, you know what we didn't talk about? What? The town that all of this movie takes place in is called Ennui. Ooh, Ennui. Which is just... How more on the nose can you get, Wes Anderson? <laughs> Hack! Well, 